0: the faces of love. When I was young, I remember a song by Captain Antonil that said, Love will keep us together. Think of me, babe, whenever some, some sweet talking girl comes along singing her song. Don't mess around. You just got to be strong. Just stop because I really love you. Stop I'll be thinking of you. Look in my heart and let love uh, keep us together. Yeah, y'all remember that? The premise of that song is that real love endures. Love will keep us together. It perseveres. It overcomes in a crisis. It knows the difference between what's real and what's a fake. Real love will keep us together. As a culture, we are in a fight for our very soul. The enemy has unleashed our greatest adversary, which is the sin within. The secret is out. We are not as good as we thought we were, and it's not all right. There's trouble in paradise. We've pretended long enough, and it's time to get down to brass tacks. We all knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. Unchecked animosity and internalized distrust have given birth to a child we are all afraid to embrace. It seems almost surreal, but it's true. I feel kind of like that old TV game show called To Tell the Truth, where three characters say the same name, but only one is real. Two of them tell the series of lives, trying to convince the panel of contestants that they are the real thing, while while the real character only tells the truth. In the end, the host says, will the whatever their name is, please stand up. That's the way I feel when I hear some of the rhetoric coming from some of us who call ourselves followers of Christ. Will the real Christ followers please stand up? Will those who really, really love the Lord please stand up? You see, We all like to be loved because it gives the impression that we can be whatever we want to be and not be held accountable for what we become. But there's more to love than acceptance and tolerance. Sometimes love looks like discipline and other times chastisement because a person can be disciplined without being punished and chastised without being abused, but they can't be loved without being changed. Love changes us, infects us, builds us and molds us. Love offers structure while using insightful, prodigious scrutiny to evaluate the details. Love holds us accountable even when we claim the position of victim. Because believe it or not, we have all been victims at one time or another. Somewhere along the way, you have your own sob story about what's happened to you. Life has dealt all of us a hand we had no choice but to play. We may have gotten taken advantage of from time to time, but guess what? That's life. We've gotten used, manipulated, and deceived into believing that there was another way of making it all work other than love. So we fussed and cussed, hated and contrived, sacrificed relationships all in the name of I want it my way. I need to be validated. I need to be understood. I need someone to recognize that I've been grossly mishandled and true enough. True enough, some of us have been done horribly wrong, but that does not change the objective and mandate of love. We have vilified what we all have in common, which is our humanity and our need to be loved. We've forgotten that love has many faces, but one body of proof. Its goal is to make us better, not some of us, but all of us. The broken, hurt, misunderstood, and abused, as well as the powerful, privileged, and entitled. Love seems weak and gullible, but it's wise and strong. It feels passive and naive when it just chooses to serve. We all know we need love, but we're, but are we willing to give it to everybody? See, sometimes the faces of love change and stay too long. When we need to be accepting and tolerant, we are judgmental and cruel. When we ought to forgive forgive and strive to forget, we're busy keeping score, waiting for the chance to make someone feel bad for the mistakes they've made or the hurt they've caused. We all have fallen short from time to time. Just think what it would be like if no one could recover from their mistakes or the bad choices they've made. We would be in a mess. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the standard behind uh, being loved, but I really didn't get finished. We've all heard the saying, nice guys finish last. But have we forgotten the sage words of a man called Jesus? He said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Love carries our indignation as well as our wrath without losing its purpose. It has never been about what love could get, but rather what love could give. Love tends to our needs without turning us into paraplegics. It empowers our decisions while opening our heart. It says, rise when we say, I can't. And if we say, I can't, love says, I'll help you up. That's what Jesus did for Peter when he was sinking and cried, Lord, save me. Jesus extended his hand and Peter lived to tell the story another day. By doing so, Jesus taught Peter how to do the same. In Acts chapter 2, Peter and John were outside the temple of the gate called Beautiful. And a man who had been lame was begging for money. Peter and John had no money to give, but they did have the love of Christ in their heart. This is what Peter said to the man who had been begging. He says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Listen to me, y'all. I can't help but think that as Peter saw that man, he thought about a dark night when Jesus stretched out his hand and saved him. If you didn't know it, it's dark, y'all. It's dark out here. People need the love of Christ. They need the hope that only he can give. Oftentimes people don't want a handout even if they ask for it. They want a hand up. They want to feel the worth of the life they have been given by a good, benevolent, and generous God. What's in your hand may be for the hand of another. Jesus sold life into Peter and Peter passed it on. There are people hurting and in need of understanding. Guess what? That's what we all need. Understanding. That's our call. We pass on love. We pass love on. We reach out our hand to another without judging whether they ought to have it. Love says we are one race with many colors made of the same blood. Love will keep us together. Think of me, friend, whenever some unsympathetic voice comes along, singing a song, don't mess around, me, you've just got to be strong, just stop, because I really love you, stop, because I'll be thinking of you, look in your heart and let love keep us together. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.